Chapter 1 In the Beginning The first book of the Bible is called the Book of Creation, and I believe that most people, even unbelievers, are familiar with the story about how God created all things, including making man in his own image. Stories about creation was designated Genesis because of its meaning. Genesis simply means the beginning. But amidst this book are some hidden and profound revelations about God's plan for all generations. Even his plan for redemption was embedded in this book. But that is outside the premise of my discussion here. I shall save explanation for a later date. Anyway, every believer knows and believes that God created all things. The book of Genesis 1.1 writes, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Reading further down, it affirms that God created man in his own image. Now, the question is what image or likeness of God are we being referred to in this passage? From the account given to us on the creation of man, it can be deduced that this image and likeness of God is not a physical attribute. After all, the imagery of lion is used to depict the great lion of the tribe of Judea. And the lamb, for example, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, see John 1.29, so the image being talked about is not a physical attribute at all. So what is it? To find out, I invite you to join me as we look into Genesis 1.26. It reads, Let us make man in our own image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. First off, let me make clear what God intends by image in the above verse, and then we can proceed with more explanations. The image here means dominion, power, and authority. God's intention was to create a man that will reign in dominion over the other works of his hands on earth. I used to believe an age-long understanding of Genesis 1.26 to mean the physical attributes of God, even supported by Jesus incarnate. I did so with some reservations, though. My reservations stemmed from questions like, if man has the physical attributes of God, then man's perception should be perfect. And with such a perfect perception, Adam would not have been deceived by Satan. In other words, man is infallible. I also tried to understand the image of God in line with the Trinitarian doctrine of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But the idea really messed up my little mind. My quest to understand what this image of God really means was also fueled by the degraded state of the world's system. Pardon my inquisitiveness, but I just wanted to understand how a man so perfectly made in the image of God could so imperfectly downgrade to the present status quo. As I continue to theorize and analyze what this image of God truly means, the all-knowing God, 
snap me out of this craziness with a revelatory vision that explained it all. Like I mentioned in passing that the Lord enrolled me into a divine institute of knowledge, where the Holy Spirit is the teacher. Divine Institute of Knowledge is simply a name I came up with to describe how I literally lived what was written in Isaiah 54.13, which reads, All thy children shall be taught of the Lord. In other words, the Holy Spirit led me to the scriptural verses that were used to settle my search for answers. He further confirmed them in either dreams or visions for the purpose of sharing them with other believers. Now, let me share how the Lord helped me to understand what it means to be created in the image of God. 